Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. Just hum it gently. Everybody just hum it gently. He's doing a work. 
Try to limit the movement. Holy Spirit, you are welcoming. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. That lady's having encounters right Your there. glory, God, is what our hearts long for. Some of you are having trances right now. Salaba con amor. 
to do our businesses without you forgive us for we need your presence we need your anointing and we need your purposes to be made manifest in our businesses Amen. this morning we lift our businesses before you we lift our lives before you and we say Holy Spirit have your way the Bible says that the psalmist David says that as a deer panteth by the streams of living water, so does my soul thirst for you. Now when you look at a deer, the time that a deer pants, it has reached its point of absolute thirst. It needs drink. So David is saying that your presence is not a want, but it is an absolute need. It is an absolute desire. I need you. I desire you. My soul longeth for you. And we should be a people who absolutely need him. Not just desire, but we need him. If only my people that I gave my one and only begotten son would humble themselves would be a people who would surrender and yield yield unto my spirit thus says the Lord I roam the earth searching for a people who would hearken unto my word my word which is sharper than any two-edged sword my word that cuts through 
Humble yourself, for I give grace to those who humble themselves, and I resist the proud, for it's not in your own ability, know your strength, for I give every good and perfect gift that comes from above. Honor me, says the Lord, with not just your lips, but with your hearts and your actions and your behavior and your thoughts. Father, we give you praise. We acknowledge you in this place. And Father, I ask that you take over every business and let your glory be carried into the marketplace. For indeed, entrepreneurs, you are God's signature in the marketplace. Amen and amen. Oh, somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. You may be seated, hallelujah. God bless all of you who are here. I want to take this opportunity to acknowledge Prophet Daniel. Hallelujah. Oh, rise to your feet and acknowledge the prophet of this house. I hear he's called the prophetic pope, the man of God, the champion, the visionary, the angel of this house, Prophet Daniel. I'm watching God bless you, man of God. I honor you. I salute you, man of God. I appreciate you. Thank you for this opportunity. May the Lord bless you. Thank you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. What a wonderful, humble man of God you have who has been such an incredible pillar of encouragement in my ministry. I don't take it for granted that he keeps inviting me. I'm just humbled and every year I'm like, Lord, this year, let him invite me too. Thank you, Jesus. So I don't take it for granted and I appreciate, I appreciate this opportunity. I want to honor his wife, Mrs. Amwatin. God bless you. <clears throat> Watching online, I want to honor all the pastors who are here. My CCF pastors, God bless you, have been serving me for all these years with faithfulness. God bless you all. Miss Sylvia, God bless you. Thank you for being here. All visiting pastors and protocol, the worship team, the ushers, you are all incredible. Amen. Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for your word that is coming forth. Let your word come forth with insight, revelation, accuracy, wisdom, understanding. Think through my mind and speak through these lips of clay. Let your will be established in Jesus' name. And the church says... Amen. Amen. This morning I want to talk about purpose-driven businesses. Purpose-driven businesses. It is a word that God has given me for this church. Hallelujah. I had a vision several years ago. And in that vision, I had an encounter where I was taken into what looked like an ancient library. And as I stood there, suddenly there was this white book that just floated towards me. It was a huge white leather bound book. And written on that cover of that book in gold writing, it was purpose, purpose. And the Lord began to minister to me about the purposes of mankind and also the purposes of businesses. Amen. But in this morning session, I'm going to focus on the purposes of businesses. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Psalms 139.16. 139.16. Psalms. 
Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Amen? As the Holy Spirit was ministering to me about this book that you see, the Bible says that the days were fashioned before you. So everything that happens in your life should not be trial and error. Oh, let me come over here. Everything that happens in your life should not be, I try this and I try that. But if you open up your book of purpose concerning your business, you will see divine mandates, divine assignments, divine partnership, strategic alliances, complementary partnership employees you will see destiny helpers in this book of purpose you see the life of a believer is about discovering that which God has already written about you it is not about trying and then error and let me try this let me try that the Bible says in Hebrews 10 7 that Jesus came in the volume of the book that was written about him to do God's will. So every business should come in the volume of the book that God has written about your business. Amen. Jeremiah 29 11. The Bible says I know the plans I have for you. That word plan has plural s right plans i know the financial plans i know the health plans i know the ministry plans i know your life plans and i know your business plans are you with me this morning you see god wants you to understand that you are simply a steward of your business a steward means you are the manager you are the custodian that god has given you legal right to manage, to utilize the resources, the talents, the gifts that he has given you through your business. He is God the CEO. Oh, somebody did not hear me. He is God the CEO. He is the president of your business. You are the vice president. You see, I talk about covenant time. Every business owner, entrepreneur, should have at least once a week that you come into the boardroom with the Godhead, with God the CEO, with the Holy Spirit, your business partner, and Jesus, the businessman. You come before the Godhead. You begin to receive divine insight divine direction divine clarity about your business you must have quality time that you spend with your business receiving that which God has written about you let me give you an example when we stand here and prophesy to you when prophet Daniel prophesies to you what is he doing he is prophesying that which is written about you in your book of purpose you see when we prophesy we see writing and that comes from the pages of your book of purpose. Prophetic angels are writing what God has inscribed in your book. So every business has an assignment. Amen. Please take notes and I want to encourage you. I think last year I prophesied that God was raising up millionaires and billionaires. There were two millionaires that were raised up when I came last year from, from Signet Hour Partners. Amen. So I want to encourage you that we don't speak haphazardly. We are speaking that which is written in your book of purpose. Amen. Now, God wants you to acknowledge these two things. Number one, every business has a divine mandate. That word mandate means instruction. 
every business has a divine instruction God has given you stewardship over your business for a purpose for an original intent you see purpose comes before creation oh purpose comes before creation God had a purpose for your business and so created you for a solution for that purpose amen so every business comes with a divine instruction for example your business's mandate can be to build orphanages to help finance God's kingdom to help widows to help buy Bibles for prisoners every business has a mandate that means that some of your profits in your business go towards pushing God's kingdom amen now number two you have to connect this divine instruction to God's purpose how do you do that through your giving your giving of your time your giving of your talent and your giving of your treasure God is raising up an army of entrepreneurs in this end time harvest to push his kingdom agenda your time serve in the house of God your talent what are your gifts perhaps you have a cleaning company you can have your cleaners come and clean the church now your business is sowing seed into God's house amen, amen. now Every entrepreneur is called as a kingdom financier. That is your first assignment. Hallelujah. Amen. You are servant leaders. Watch those words. Servant leaders. A servant, first of all, with your service to God. And then a leader in your service to mankind. You are called as servant leaders. Hallelujah. Amen. Every entrepreneur has your own pulpit we understand that greatness comes from service amen so every entrepreneur has a duty to serve God's kingdom but everybody's pulpit is different everybody's platform is different your pulpit may not necessarily be the four walls of the church but your pulpit your ministry that word ministry is service is the marketplace Carrying God's glory to the marketplace. Amen. That is your pulpit as entrepreneurs. Hallelujah. So, your business profits is for a purpose. That purpose is not just to buy nice house, nice cars, nice things. Though that is a good thing. Hallelujah. But a God thing. There's a difference. A God thing versus a good thing. A God thing is for you to use a percentage of the profit of the businesses for his purpose. Hallelujah. Isaiah 48, 17. Isaiah 48, 17. The Bible says, I the Lord thy God. Thy holy redeemer will show you the way that you should go and what? He will teach you to profit. P-R-O-F-I-T. The Holy Spirit teaches you divine strategies, insight in order to make your business profitable. He will teach you to profit. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 8.18. The Bible says that God gives you power to create wealth. Now watch this. That word power in the Hebrew is koach. K-O-A-C-H. It means power for business. 
it is different to Acts 1.8 where the Bible says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power. That is dunamis in the Greek, which is power for ministry. Power for business, power for ministry. Now watch this. The power that God gives you for business comes in the form of creative ideas. There is the spirit of one, creativity. Look, some of these things, the Holy Spirit ministered to me in a vision. So you've got to write it down and pray through it, amen? It comes in the form of divine ideas. Number one, spirit of creativity. Just like our Father God, who is the creator of all things. We are made in the what? The likeness of God. So we also have the creativity. Oh, we have the creativity of God. So the divine ideas, he katuyanaya, is the spirit of creativity, which is the use of imagination. Place your hand on the forehead. The use of imagination for original ideas. Let the spirit of creativity rest upon your people uh, ideas uh, creative ideas my god and the lord is ministering to me keep your hand on your forehead and the lord is saying this prophet daniel will anoint them later on but the lord is saying uh, i am shifting mindsets uh, moving my people from a consumer mindset to a creator mindset hey, move from a creator from a consumer mindset to a creator mindset let every mental stronghold uh, break Break, break, break in Jesus' name. What a shift in this atmosphere. Now, spirit of creativity is the use of imagination for original ideas. Then there is a spirit of ingenuity, which is inventive ideas. Inventive ideas. Amen? Now, I spoke about the power for business, amen? Deuteronomy 8.18. Acts 1.8 was the power for ministry. And I want to show you that there is a difference. 2 Kings 4 verse 1. The Bible says that there was a great man of God. He's a great powerful prophet. But unfortunately what happened? Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. Thy servant, the prophet. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. The spirit of the fear of the Lord was upon him. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. Isn't this interesting? That this powerful prophet who served the Lord left his wife in debt. She was broke. She was bankrupt with no money. He had the power for ministry. Isaiah 10 27 the Bible says it is the anointing that destroys every yoke what is the anointing Acts 10 38 Jesus was anointed with what the Holy Spirit and power what is the anointing Holy Spirit and power what has God given us in Deuteronomy 8 18 he has given us the power in other words entrepreneurs it is the anointing, it is the power that God has given you to create wealth that destroys every yoke of financial oppression, that destroys every yoke of debt, that destroys every yoke of hardship. You are anointed for wealth. You are anointed for wealth. You are anointed for wealth. It is your anointing. 
that destroys the yoke of financial poverty, of financial lack. You are anointed. Mokoropo, pray in tongues. Begin to declare, I am anointed. I am anointed. I am anointed for wealth. In Jesus' name. Mokoropo, Receive the grace for wealth. <sighs> Bring him back. Listen. In your father's household, the Lord is showing me that there is a limitation. But today, every financial limitation, break, break, break. I release the grace for wealth that is upon my life. Receive it and begin to walk in the powers, the corridors of power and influence in Jesus' name. Romans 14 12 the Bible tells us that you are accountable for your days on earth so that means that when you come um, you come before God he will say so what did you do with your days on earth what did you do with the business I entrusted you with you are accountable for your days on earth amen look as a destiny prophet you must always have eternity at the forefront of your mind and at the back of your mind that everything you do on earth counts for eternity whatever you do on earth should have value in eternity amen so the business that god has given you should have value in eternity we are all a passing mist the heavens and earth will fade away but his word still remains amen the word in other words, oh my God, catch this. The word that God has written concerning your business will forever remain. Though the heavens and the earth may pass away, but rise to your feet and begin to receive every word of promise that God has about your business. Say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. Matthew 25, 23. The Bible says that, look, when you go before God, he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. He uses that word servant. He doesn't say my good and faithful prophet, my good and faithful entrepreneur. There are no titles here. That servant is about your heart, your servanthood, your heart towards the things of God. It's not my good and faithful pastor. It's not my good and faithful musician. It is my good and faithful servant. Your heart attitude towards the things of God. Your total abandonment towards the attachment of worldly things. Detach from worldly things. It is about your heart. Amen. Oh. Turn with me to Haggai 1. Let's get into the word. Amen. Everything I gave you before was a revelation by the grace of God. Amen? Amen. Let's get into the word. Haggai 1. Haggai 1. Let's read. Well, let me give you some background. Okay. Now, at this time, the children of Israel or the Israelites, the Jews, had returned 
from exile in Babylon. Exile means that you were forced out of your country abruptly. So you have to leave your country quickly without notice, amen? It's different to being relocated. You have time to plan, transition, pack your dog, pack your clothes, pack your things, amen? But in exile, you are forced to leave abruptly. So this is where they were, amen? And during this time, this is the word of the Lord that came to them through prophet Haggai. Let's go to verse 2. Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, saying, This people says, The time has not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses and this temple to lie in ruins? Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways amen turn to your neighbor and say consider your ways you have sown much and bring in little you eat but do not have enough you drink but you are not filled with drink you clothe yourselves but no one is warm and he who earns wages earns wages to put into a bag with holes thus says the lord of hosts consider your ways go up in the mountains and bring wood and build the temple that i may take pleasure in it and be glorified says the lord I, uh, you looked for much, but indeed it come to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why, says the Lord of hosts, because of my house that is in ruins, while every one of you runs into his own house. Therefore, the heavens above you withhold the dew, and the earth withholds its fruit. For I called for a drought on the land and the mountains, on the grain and the new wine and the oil, on whatever the ground brings forth, on men and livestock and on all the labor of your hands. Amen. Let the spirit of understanding and revelation go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I take my time this morning? Can I break this down? This is the word of the Lord for you. Amen. Verse 2. Notice this. The people, what do they say? They say, the time has not come. The time that the Lord's house should be built. You see, people are trying to determine the right time to sow into the kingdom. They're trying to determine the right time to build God's house. So they're telling God that it is not time. But let's think about this. I gave you background, right? In the natural, is it time? Not really. Because they just came back from exile. So their main focus is to build their own houses, reestablish their businesses, reestablish the family, get a job, build your business, get back into the environment. The economy is probably in ruins right now. And God is saying, they are telling me, God, who created them, who fashioned them in the palms of my hand, that it is not time to build my house. In the natural, it is a difficult time for the children of Israel. But watch this. At this most difficult time, God is saying it is time. Yeah. Entrepreneur, in the first five years of businesses, Statistically, 85% of businesses fail because it is the most difficult time. It is challenging. How many entrepreneurs in here? How many business owners? Tell me. It is difficult. 
It is challenging. Your time, your energy, your effort, your monies. But God is saying, I know. I'm aware. It is already written. But I am telling you, it is time to build my church. And I will warn you and say, don't ever build a business and neglect God's house. Don't do it. Don't ever build a business and neglect God's house. Do not do it. You can offer your talent, you can offer your time, and you can offer your treasure. After all, it came from the Father of lights. What are they doing? They're making excuses. And that is what we do as entrepreneurs. Oh, it's the pandemic. Oh, my employees cry, they left. I'm Break, I'm running a loss. I'm not even breaking even. I'm not even profitable yet. Oh, I just started. Once I start making millions, then I will sow. Let me tell you, if you don't sow in difficulty, you will never sow when you make millions. After all, it's about your heart. God sees your intention. The woman with the widow, the widow with the might, he saw her heart. He said it's not about how much she gave, but it was about her heart towards the things of God. So as an entrepreneur, even though you're running at a loss or you're breaking even, you're not yet making a profit, take a seed, buy a bag of rice and sow it into an orphanage. Let God see your heart. God is passionate about this because he said many businesses have neglected its purpose. I was watching an interview and they were interviewing a billionaire atheist. I said, atheist, he doesn't believe in God. And they had a question and they asked him, we noticed that the wealth is generational. Your great grandfather, your grandfather, your father, and now yourself. There is that billionaire flow. What is the secret? And this is what this unbeliever, this atheist said. He said his great grandfather taught them that whenever your business is in crisis, give to a charity. Isn't it interesting that the principles of God work for believers and unbelievers? You see, as believers, we focus so much on the person of the Holy Spirit but now God wants you to also bring in the principles of the Holy Spirit and merge the two in your business hallelujah glory turn to Genesis 8 22 I want you to see something here Genesis 8 22 the Bible reads while the earth remains amen while we are on earth there is what seed time and harvest Notice this atheist billionaire knows the time to plant a seed for harvest. But watch this. The Bible says seed time and harvest. The word time is connected to what? Seed, but not harvest. What is God saying here? It is always time to sow a seed and then your harvest is continual. Oh, let me come over here. Are you here this morning? He told them to sow a seed in difficulty. So whether you are in difficulty or you're in victory, sow a seed and your harvest is continual. 
Oh my God. This is the principle of seed time and harvest. It is the principle of sowing and reaping. Period. Amen. The reason why they couldn't sow is because of two things. There is a faith issue and a trust issue. If you have faith in the word of God, regardless of what your situation looks like, you will sow. The Bible says that the righteous walk by and not by. That word sight in the Greek is senses. I don't walk by what I see. I don't walk by what I smell. I don't walk by what I touch. I don't walk by what I hear. But I simply walk by the word of God. You see, though Lazarus was dead and he smelt of rigor mortis, he smelt of a decaying body, Jesus did not walk by what he smelt, but he said, Lazarus, come forth. You walk by the word of God. Every entrepreneur must walk by the word of God in lean season and in the good season. In the pandemic, in the economic turmoil, in crisis, in bankruptcy, in Russia and Ukraine war, in civil war, in whatever war. We walk by faith. Write this scripture down, Deuteronomy 32, 13. You see, the children of Israel were in the wilderness, Deuteronomy 32, 13. The children of Israel were in the wilderness. It was a lean season. Amen. And the Bible says what? That God caused honey. Honey to come out of a rock. A rock is a hard place. A rock is a tough place. But he caused honey to come out. What is he saying to you? That it doesn't matter what kind of situation you are in. I can still bring that sweetness into your business. If only you will believe. If only you will trust. If only you will walk by my word. And the Bible continues to say that he caused oil to come out of a flinty rock. What's a flinty rock? It's a type of rock that when you hit it, it causes sparks of fire to come out. But God said, he caused oil to flow out of this rock. So when they hit it, me, Kariba, Suyanaya, instead of fire coming out, oil began to come out. What is God saying? I will cause my anointing to flow into your business. And it is my anointing that makes the difference in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a hardship, in the midst of warfare. It is my anointing that will separate you from other businesses. That award that you saw I won, it was in the midst of a pandemic it is the anointing that separates trust him have faith in him amen let's go back to Haggai pray in tongues my God is there a shift in the atmosphere pray in tongues I see angels being deployed to businesses you see I had a vision and the Lord began to talk to me about regional angels in that vision, I saw a huge angel on top of a mountain. And I was like, what, is, what, 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 what angel is this? And he was just peering and just watching the region. And the Lord said, this is a regional angel. I send regional angels to businesses to fight against territorial spirits that are fighting against businesses. Begin to pray in tongue and deploy regional angels. Whether your business is in Medina, 
whether your business is in catamans, wherever your business is located, let the regional angels be deployed, be deployed to fight every territorial spirit that is fighting against your business. Begin to deploy it. Begin to deploy it right now. Right now. Begin to deploy it. Begin to deploy it. Right now. Let the angels be deployed. Be deployed. Be deployed. Be deployed. In Jesus' name. Some of you entrepreneurs are not engaging your angels. Psalms 103.20 says that the angels of the Lord who hearken unto the word of the Lord. Psalms 103.20. They are... Let's go to 10320. I want you to see this. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. We give his word voice. We deploy. And the angels hearken unto it. But watch this. It says they excel in strength. Why? Because they are strengthened by the word of God. They are strengthened by the word of God as they are deployed to combat, to fight your enemies on your behalf. Release your angels, entrepreneurs. Hallelujah. Let's continue verse 5. Let me move quickly. Are we following this morning? Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. We see consider your ways in this chapter about four times. Consider your ways simply means think carefully. Think carefully about what you are doing. What are you doing with your businesses? Think carefully about it. Amen. Verse 6. He says, you have sown much and bring in little. You eat but do not have enough. You are never satisfied. You drink but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. No matter how hard you work or what you do for your business, as long as you've neglected the house of God, your business will experience lack. Your business will experience scarcity. Your business will experience what I call fruitless toil. That is sowing without God. Fruitless toil. Your business is sowing without God. Amen. Verse 8. It says, go up to the mountains and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. Now, in those days, they would go up to the mountain because that's where they would go and commune with the Lord. Amen. So he's saying, come up to the mountain. In other words, come up higher. I want you to get to a place, entrepreneurs, where you commune with me. You have fellowship with me. Amen. He's saying, come up higher. John 4, 21. The woman at the well, she says, will we worship in Jerusalem or we worship in this mountain? And Jesus says, there will come a time where you will neither worship on this mountain or in Jerusalem because I am looking for a people who will worship me in spirit and in truth. He is looking for spiritual entrepreneurs who will worship him in their service in his house. Spiritual entrepreneurs. Hallelujah. Entrepreneurs who would have the covenant time, come to the boardroom and fellowship with the Godhead and begin to understand the divine instruction for their businesses. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And why do we do this? Verse 8, that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified. If you ever wonder, Lord, how can I please you? This is it. I take pleasure in those who build my house. 
I am glorified when you build my house through your business. This is how you please God. Amen. How many of us want to please God? Hallelujah. This is the principle of first things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 9 quickly. It says you looked for much. I want you to watch this. You looked for much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I, who? I blew it away. I, the Lord your God, blew away everything you brought home. You know, if, if Satan and his cohorts or your enemies did it, it's okay because I have hope. I can go to God. But when God does it, what do you do? When God does it, there is no hope. There is nobody you can go to. And he says, I did it. I am the root cause. I am the source of lack in your business. I am the source of scarcity in your business. Amen? What do you do? Hallelujah. He says, the Lord of uh, hosts, because, and why did he do it? Because of my house that is in ruins, while every one of you runs to his own house. <laughs> Let me tell you a, a, a true a true story they were having a board meeting and and actually I'm saying this because the chairman himself testified amen they were having a board meeting and they realized that the church was full and people were turned being turned back because they couldn't seat them in the sanctuary so in the board meeting they said look we need to expand the church so that more people can come because the pastor felt bad for having turned people away. I mean, even overflow was full. Amen. And he's the chairman of the board and he's a businessman. And he said, no, 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 I, I don't think we should do that. If, if the people come and there's no space, there's no space. And he was saying this because he knew that he would be the one to lead by example because he's the chairman. And as a wealthy businessman, he would have to pump money into the church. So he said, no, 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 let's not do that. So one day he took, he was, he was building a house on top of the mountain. And that's one of the reasons why he didn't want to push it, money into the church. So they were going to go and see this house that was near completion. And he was in the car with his two little girls. And as they were driving, there was an ice cream van that was going by. And they said, oh, daddy, daddy, I want some ice cream. And he said, okay, you know, daddies and the little girls, right? He said, okay. He pulled up got out of the car, looked right, looked left, all right, cross the street, go buy some ice cream, and wait till I give you the signal before you cross again, amen? So they got their ice cream, he looked right, he looked left, and he goes, okay, come now. And all of a sudden, a 14-wheeler came from nowhere and knocked both girls down and killed them on the spot. He ran to the middle of the road and he lifted the girls up, their, their body parts, and he began crying unto God and he said, how? How could you let this happen? Now this is his own words and he said for the first time, he heard the audible voice of God and God said this to him. You allowed souls to be turned back. You would not build my house. Now go into your house that you've built on top of that mountain. Now watch this. What happened here? There was a hedge of protection that was moved from him. Job 1.10, the Bible talks about this hedge of protection. Now watch this. Let's go to verse 2. I want you to see something here. Thus speaks the Lord of hosts saying, This people says, 
what do you notice all along God has been referring to the children of Israel as what my people Pharaoh let my people go send a word to my people but in this case because they refused to build his house there was a disassociation they are no longer my people but they are this people the hedge of protection has been lifted and there has been a transition from God referring to you as my people to this people amen let me tell you this there was a church here that needed funds for the roof and there was a man with a roofing company all these are true stories and he came in and said I will finish the entire roof and he did Years later, he ended up in an accident where he fell and he remained lifeless. And so they called the pastor of the church and they said, oh, you have to come. This man is lifeless. You have to come and pray over the body. And he said, no, I'll call you back. He went to the church, stood in the sanctuary, pointed at the roof and said, God, remember that man is the one who roofed your house. He is useful in this kingdom. Within that hour, life came into that man and he survived. What am I saying? That his giving became a memorial before God. That it began to speak on his behalf in the corridors of heaven and said, This man is useful. My question to you. What is speaking on behalf of your business? Acts 10.4, the Bible says that Cornelius gave alms. And it came up as what? A memorial. Look at that. A memorial before God. And he became the first Gentile to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I know this word is a bit... <laughs> but this is what God laid on my heart. Amen? Hallelujah. God bless you. I want you to never, ever, ever look at building God's house as a burden like the children of Israel did. It is not a burden. It is a privilege. It is an honor. Turn with me to Psalms 132, 4 and 5. It is an honor to serve God. The highest knowledge is the knowledge of Christ Jesus. The highest place of service is to serve in his house. Psalms 132, 4 and 5. This is David speaking and he says this. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. He would not rest Meaning that he was anxious. He was uncomfortable. Knowing that he had his own house and God's house was left in ruins. That God's house was incomplete. And even with this kind of passion and commitment, God said to him, no. Rather your son Solomon will build my temple. You 
are permitted you are allowed to build God's temple so don't let this season go to waste build the house of God amen somebody say amen pray in tongues pray in tongues Thank you, Lord, for a shift. Shift of mindsets. Hallelujah. Let me wrap up. Verse 10 and 11. Let me wrap up. He says, Therefore, the heavens above you withhold the dew, and the earth withholds the fruit. For I called for a drought on the land and on the mountains, on the grain and the new wine and the oil, on whatever the ground brings forth on men and livestock and on all the labor of your hands. Entrepreneurs, please write this down and remember this. They are three curses that occur for neglecting God's house. Number one, the Bible says the heavens above you withhold the dew. Now, what does that mean? So number one, the first curse is that dew, the dew of heaven will be withheld from you. You see, where, where do we see dew? A lot of times in, in desert places, dry places, the wilderness, arid places, there is a lack of rain, amen? So what do plants and animals survive on? The morning dew and the evening dew. So in other words, despite any economic situation, when you have connected your business to building God's house, God will cause the dew of heaven which the dew is what sustains the plant and animal life in dry seasons so no matter what the economy is like like your business is sustained by the dew of heaven number two therefore the heavens above you withhold the dew and the earth withholds its fruit Number two, there is no fruit. Remember I talked about fruitless toil, which means sowing without God. Turn with me to Genesis 1.11. I'm wrapping up, I'm wrapping up. Genesis 1.11. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself. It's interesting that Prophet Daniel was talking about that this next level conference, you're talking about seed. Amen? Amen. Now, he says that there will be no fruit. Why will there be no fruit? Because you haven't sown a seed. In every fruit, there is a seed. In every fruit, there is a seed. So when you don't sow a seed into the house of God, there will be no fruit. And then the Bible goes further and it says this that yields fruit according to its kind. So what does that mean? That a farmer will not plant an apple tree and say, oh, I'm expecting oranges, or plant an orange tree, oh, I'm expecting bananas. No, it will yield fruit after its own kind. There are some entrepreneurs here that whenever the word comes forth, receive billions of dollars, you receive it, but you have never planted a dollar seed. Oh, let me come over here. Some of you have never planted a euro seed because you will yield fruit after its own kind. If you want a global business plant global seeds thank you jesus 
May every business under the sound of my voice Jesus. yield forth its increase. Yes, Lord. Be fruitful. Jesus. Be fruitful. Be fruitful in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, number three, it says drought. Watch this. There will be drought upon what? Everything. Your land, your mountains. Mountains, look. Remember I told you it's a place of intimacy? When you don't sow in the house of God, you will experience spiritual dryness. You want to pray? You can't even pray. There is drought spiritually. There is drought financially. There is drought that will affect every area of your business. Because these are necessities. Oil, grain, wine, etc. Amen? And then it also adds on to say, oh, flow with me, flow with me. Haggai 1, 10 and 11. And it also adds on to say that there will be drought on the works of your hands. Haggai 1, let's go to 11. 11, please. Haggai 1, 11. Last sentence. And upon cattle and upon all the labor of your hands. Because what you do, it is God who will blow it away. Unless you sow in the house of God. Write the scripture down. This is my anchor scripture. This is a scripture I stand on a lot in businesses. Exodus 23, 25, please. Exodus 23, let me go to it. Exodus 23, 25. No, let me get the King James, please. 23, let me read from here. Thank you. So you shall serve the Lord your God. He will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. When you serve him with your businesses, he will bless your bread, he will bless your water, he will take sickness and disease far from your midst. What am I saying? Serve God through your businesses and then place a demand on the word of God. Rise to your feet. I want to pray a few prayer points. Hallelujah. Pray in tongues. Amen and amen. The first thing I want us to pray about is in Deuteronomy 8.18. That everybody here receives power to create wealth. Amen. Deuteronomy 15.6. The Bible says that you shall be what? Lenders and not borrowers. That means that you shouldn't have a borrower's mentality. You're taking credit for this, credit for that, borrowing this, borrowing that. No. Amen. You shall be lenders to what? Many nations. So every individual under the sound of my voice should be able to lend to even the smallest nation. What's the smallest nation? Haiti, right? I think it's Haiti, whatever it is. Everybody should be able to lend to that nation. Oh, it's a mindset thing. He says that you will lend to many nations. So that means that at minimum, we should all be able to lend to the nation of Haiti. 
Begin to lift up your voice and pray for power. Power to create wealth. Receive the power. Open up your mouth. Come on. Pray. Rapa da ba, 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 r
fund amen man of God we have a building fund so if you have envelopes for the building fund this seed is to build the house of God now pay attention to this the Lord is ministering to me about Abraham and he said that Abraham received the word of promise concerning his son Isaac Abraham was ready to sacrifice the promise he was ready to sacrifice fatherhood. This was his seed of obedience. Watch this. He was ready to sow a seed of sacrifice into what? Fatherhood. And then his fruit or his harvest because of the seed of sacrifice was what? He became the father of nations. Catch it. He was ready to sow the seed of sacrifice of fatherhood. And because of his obedience, he became the father of nations. Let that be your portion. Lift up your right hand. Begin to pray. The Bible says that the eyes, the Lord's eyes are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. Whatever prayer you have, you are connecting it to the seed for the building fund. If you have businesses and you're expecting dollar contracts, so dollars. If you don't have it here, you can pledge. You can pledge. And then on Sunday when I come back, I will pray over those pledges, amen. And I will release businesses into their destinies. So that this time next year, oh, let me come over here. Amen. This time next year, amen. you will give billions. Yes, you will give Lord. millions amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will give billions. Yes. You will give millions yes, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let me get the envelopes. And if I can please have Prophet Daniel. Where's Prophet Daniel? Come up with me, please, man of God. The Lord said, remind my people that they are in testimony city. So we are using the man of God. Hallelujah. Testimony city. Please get him a microphone. Every eye closed in this place. It is about your heart motive. Amen. Your intention. Jesus. Lift up your right hand. It's okay. Lift up your right hand. What a powerful ministration. Poverty will never find you. Amen. 
are, are you really sure that poverty will never find you? Yes. Yes. Nobody here will beg before they eat. Amen. Church, listen. When poverty is on you, open your eyes, don't close your eyes. We are talking about money, don't close your eyes. When poverty is on you, when you talk, nobody hears. Poverty will let them click on the mute button on your life. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. The danger of poverty. Give me the NIV please. So I said, wisdom is better than strength. But the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are no longer heeded. He has wisdom, but nobody will listen to his wisdom. And his words will be empty. Stretch your hands on the altar. We are breaking the backbone of poverty, perpetual poverty. Why will sometimes a family can get a funeral? Maybe all the way in Kumasi or maybe Sunyane. Then they'll be waiting for more than one year. Because they say one person has to come from uh, London to. Am I saying the truth? Say, say, Omaya, But we have thousands of people in the family. Lift up your hands. Today, by the word of God from the woman of God, let poverty not find you. Amen. Your businesses are blessed. Amen. Any spiritual rat that choose and come after your wealth, today we kill it by fire. Jesus name. Wrong employees wrong workers, wrong staff that, that infiltrates your work and your business and they frustrate all your clients. Today, I shoot them away by fire. Yeah. Customers from the north, south, east and the worst. The Lord will open doors for you. Yeah. Now hear me, sit down, look at this. When the woman of God was calling me, I was speaking to a family there. Sister, come with your brother. I saw a brother, and by the evening time, the, um, the media would give me a before video, and this would be the after. Come. Church of God, look at this. Young man, take away the mask. Turn to them. How many people remember this guy? How many people remember him? Everybody remembers him, but you don't remember him. How many people can remember him? Do you remember him? Come, let me know whether you remember him. Tell me what you remember him about. You gave him a prophecy whereby um, he works with a company and he said they've put Juju. Yeah, so he was sick then. This is the guy who came from Mali. Now, 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 now you see the way you are flipping your mouth. Do you remember? Have you said that you can't re recognize him? Yes. This guy came from Mali. 
Jesus. He's a Ghanaian, but worked in a mining company in Mali. When he came, he was like single one. It's like they divided him in seven three, four. D- divided him to three. That's what the sister is saying. Yeah. So by evening time, um, you'll get me that video, okay? That day I gave the was it a Tuesday or Wednesday service? Was it a Tuesday or Wednesday? A Wednesday evening service. So get it for me very soon. The media by the evening time. So start let them working on it. And in the night you see him. That's why the moment I mention Mali, you open your mouth. Now you remember him. Woman of God, when he came, they carried him. He was sick. Doctor said all the organs are damaging. Kidney, liver, his eyes were yellow. Do you remember? In the midst of prophecy, they had to let him sit down because when he stands, he will die. That's right. And he was looking like proper Pepsi from Mali. Hey, you're careful, you're careful. Mali for Beba also. And why? He works in a company. They started promoting him. Then he went to one office. Not knowing where one of the workers or some of them about the business, they have replaced the juju. He didn't know. So he went there and opened it. And they said, this thing you have seen, that is your end. Now you remember. Yes. Uh-huh. That's why when I said, I told you that, can you remember? Many, I, I said, you never remember until I tell you. All of a sudden, the moment he saw it, I said, be fun and he saw. And that was... Even the day he came home from the airport, I couldn't recognize him. He was, Jesus, too tiny to believe that he's my brother. They came crying in the midst of one Wednesday service. I was just ministering somewhere. I saw the young guy. I said, come. We'll be out to a draw in a mining company. Then the sister stood up crying. And I, we did directions. We did a couple of directions. We even broke bottle. We broke bottle and I said, whoever is behind it, let the person die. And let the sickness leave him. So when Pastor Hannah was ministering, I was just walking about. Then I saw the sister. I know the sister's face. So when I saw the brother, ah, even me, I couldn't recognize. So I just asked her, Now, look at him. <laughs> hear me? Hear me? You, you will not really see it well until the video comes. And when the video comes, you know God. It will go back to Mali, Anna. Uh, after the prophecy and everything, and then with the direction, yeah. I think um, the company gave him about two weeks extra for him to Re- recover, recover before he went back. Even when he was going, I was like, hey, I'm afraid, though. Like, I didn't want him to go back, but because of what you've said, like the prayers and everything, I believe in the word of God. So yeah. when he went, everything worked perfectly for him. Give him the microphone. Now, how are you? I'm fine. And since when, how are things? Everything is okay. Wow. Yeah. Clap your hands and bless God. <laughs> and you know, it's very strange that we are teaching about wealth, business, work, and this testimony has come. Where did he get the problem from? Workplace. My brother, God bless you. So today, in the evening, they'll give you before and after, and you know you're before and after. Clap your hands and bless God. Church, it takes the hand of God to deliver you. You see the way you just open your mouth when I, when I said it's the Mali guy. Stretch your hands on the water. Where, don't close your eyes. 
I said, it's money, don't close your eyes. When, money, when you close your eyes, somebody pick your money from your hand. <laughs> Listen to me. He is going to look for something to eat. Oh. The number of people that have perished because they were going to look for something to eat. As you come on the altar, I will let the woman of God touch everybody. She carries the grace of wealth. That forever and ever in your life, number one, money will never leave your hands. Amen. Number two, wealth will locate you. Amen. Number three, nobody will use money against you. Amen. And number four, if anybody tries to use your blood to go and look for ritual money, your blood will poison. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you hear me? When people gather, you will stand out and they will recognize you and they will point their hand at you and say, this is the wealthy one inside of them. The grace over here, may it fight for you. Now everybody, you're about to pick the envelope from my hands. When you pick the envelope, you will give from the number or put your seed in. Then today, you will go up there. Pastor Hannah will anoint you so. Let the protocol of the oil get ready with that. So place the hand on you. Everybody, that's what we are doing. The morning sessions, I've told you, we get time to really do spiritual things and God will remember you. Listen to me. When it comes to wealth, it will be an error for me to mention a seed for you to give. Because the money you think is big for you, it's more for somebody. There's somebody here, the only thing they need, the only thing, somebody here, the only thing they need one day, a woman walked to the office praying, man of God, I need working work capital. I want God to help me. And she was part of a council. That day, I was seeing about 90, 90 people for counseling. And she too was inside. Her counseling prayer is looking for business capital. I said, how much do you need? She said, 4,000. I said, we know we're wasting a month for time or no. She said, So we didn't pray. So somebody here, what you need, maybe it's only $100,000. Somebody here is looking for $10 million. Somebody is looking for $1 million. So when I ask all of you to give one CD to be an error, because what you need is different from what somebody needs. Some of you, somebody is only looking for one bedroom house. They will be comfortable. But there's somebody here, they're looking for a mansion. Somebody just wants to do business in painters, but somebody here wants to do business across Africa. So it depends on what you need. You're about to pick the envelope according to your faith. You can do 500, you can do 200, you can do 100, you can do 1,000. You can do the best from your heart. If you don't need, and by the way, if you don't need anything, don't do anything. I'm telling it again. Listen to me, I'm telling you. Because what you plant is what you get. If you plant zero, you get zero. Maybe somebody to you are here, you have everything. And you say, God, it's, it's enough. You are more than Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. You can, that one, don't need it. But if you say, God, the cycle of poverty, has to be broken away from my family. Come and pick the envelope from my hand and give by this number according to your faith. Everybody come and pick it right now. Come and pick it. When you pick it, you put the seed in or you give online and after you give, you go up there. So when she anoints you, then you come, then you come down and drop the envelope. Everybody, you give the best you have never given before. Can a minister help me? something you have never given before. It's between you and God. There's never an amount. There's never an amount. Sure. Somebody said they want to give in foreign currency. You are spiritual. She said if you want to be global, give global. Give to somebody as well. Yeah. yeah. 
that's how we give here. We give according to our heart and our faith. Wow, look at the way the guy has stayed. So, Pastor Robert, God bless you. Pastor Oji Film himself. Mr. Oji Film himself, the same anointing. Yes, I will be able to see him go for you in free. Call your cinema about it and, and the, tes- the testimony. Okay, I think it's a Wednesday. He said, Do you know the month? More envelopes, please. Envelopes. Run the protocols. Which month was that? March. March. Okay, give to somebody. Protocols, please. What are you hijacking our envelope for? in March, so tell the media to start looking for it and working on it. Everybody, give your best. Jehovah will come through for you. In the name of Jesus. No problem. Yeah, give it out. Give it out. Yeah, those who give by the those who give by the momo, you tag the altar with your phone. And mind you, because tonight is a night of prosperity as well, Tonight, I will touch everybody's phone as well. You will touch our phones. Your phone will bring you good news. Everybody, let's flow. Let's go up there. Give from your heart. Give from your heart. Give your best from your heart. Give your best from your heart. Yeah, you can sing, Minister, please. You give online, yeah? You touch your all time. I come before my Lord Jesus. The one who gave is alive for me.
your holy name we magnify you I thank you for the release of the wealth anointing that everybody under the sound of my voice rise up to your feet we'll begin to walk in the corridors of power the corridors of influence the corridors of impact the corridors of wealth in the mighty name of Jesus power of worship international testimony city God bless you God bless you God bless you Wow, somebody clap your hands for the woman of God. Clap your hands. Is you so blessed? Somebody clap your hands one more time for Pastor Hannah. God bless you so very much. God bless you so very much. Amazing. Amen. You may be seated. What a powerful time in the presence of the living God. We bless the name of the Lord even right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. If today is your first time here, I want you to please lift up your right hand for me. Lift up your hand for me. You can take her to the reception, please, for her to rest over there. Thank you, protocols. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Clap your hands even as she's leaving. Clap your hands. Amazing. Or oh, somebody clap on two. She leave the place. Clap your hands. Amen. Now, if today is your first time here, lift up your right hand for me. Thank you very much. Walk to me. Walk to me. Clap on two. They get here. Clap on two. They get here. Clap until they get here. Walk to me. Clap until they get here. Listen, when you came here, we clap our hands for you. Why are you not clapping for somebody? Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Clap until they get here. Thank you. We have the stickers for you and this cast for you. Fill it for us. Use the sticker very well. Use the sticker very well. Use the sticker very well. In Jesus' name, amen. Now pick your watermelon seed. Say, oh God, as I use it tonight, empower it. So protect it again. The evening, right now we have prosperity and good health, right? So which one to go? You don't know. Amen. One of them will be placed in your house. One of them will be placed in the church. And one of, the, one of them, you will place it outside anywhere. All of them are for different reasons. So you don't want to miss it in Jesus. Now, how many people have been blessed in this conference? Tell somebody, finish hard. Finish hard. Right now, we have tonight, tomorrow morning, and tomorrow evening. As for Sunday, it's automatic, right? Amen. And God has been so good to us that since we started the conference, no rain. Amen. God has, God has been kind to us. Amen. Amen. It's been a powerful time. And tonight, hmm, tonight is going to be serious. Tonight is a double dose. And I learned Bishop Obasari just landed by the grace of God. It's going to be amazing. Tonight will be double ministrations. Great. Love you all. Come and let me. Um, okay. May God bless you all. We anoint ourselves in the evening. God bless you. Say we've already been anointed. God bless you. Clap your hands for them even right now. In Jesus' name. Use the stick up very well. Is that okay? Use the stick up very well in Jesus' name. Wow, this guy's testimony is amazing. Amen. Uh, who has a testimony too? Let me see anybody here too who has a testimony. Wow, walk to me. Clap your hands for him. Walk to me. Walk to me. And who also has a testimony? Who also has a testimony? Who also has a testimony? Can I get a microphone? Good. Great. Let the man come. He has a testimony. Amazing. Amen. God bless you. Let it flow. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Papa. God Last, bless you. Uh, Monday. Amen. 
when Bishop was here, Pope, yeah. your brother. Yeah. She talked about a little somebody about small snake. Yes. In the bedroom. Yeah. No, no way. My wife is not here. Yeah, Pastor Robert. Amen. She saw that on I think on Monday. Yeah. But she couldn't realize it's a snake. She said she thought it's a rope. Yeah. So when she he when uh, Mr. Prophet Pastor Samson Prophet Samson yeah, mentioned that was Sunday. When we went back home on Monday. Yeah. When he said he will be washing feet. Yes. So Tuesday morning, mm. she saw it's like she saw it in a different section. Wow. So now it came to our door. Wow. There is two rooms adjoining. Wow. So she normally used the other side. Wow. So she decided to pick it. Then I was on the other side. She, said, wow. she called me. She said, come and see. Because of time. You the yeah. So when I went, they said, I saw the snake. I said, did you remember? She said, yes. Wow. It's snake. I decided to pick it and something just occurred to me. Wow. So it's like, it tied like rope. Wow. So she called me. I went and picked it up with a collector. And we pour oil on it. Oil on it and a, a diesel. And, and we burn it. it. Clap your hands. It just died. I have a photo, but I was, I'm looking for it. I actually wanted to send it to you. Send that this is so great. Day. I was shocked today. Wow. She, she can't believe it. Because he mentioned about, you know, do you all remember? Yeah, it's a very small a snake. It's small, but you see it like rope, like he tied by his head and mingled. There's something of that sort. We kill every thank, devil. Thank Jesus. We kill every devil. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. So, Pastor Robert, do the interviews on there. Okay. Yeah. So, this man says he has a, a testimony. Yeah. And when he came here, he had high BP. Yeah. About two. But by, by the grace of God, it has reduced. 89. So, it was over 140. No, it is 214 over 173. Wait, your BP was 214 over, over 73. 173. 170. Yes. And you are still standing. And now it's 134 by 89. Can somebody bless the name of the Lord? 214. Okay, your sister is Jane. Yeah, yes. Yeah, wow, wow. She came, she, she told me. 214 over 173, and now it's 134 over 89. Amen. God bless you. Pastor Robert, the next interview of the testimony. Wow. So, um, I think this lady was pregnant. Yeah. And then the baby inside her, you know, died in her womb. Yeah. But they were unaware. Mm. But I think by prayers. Mm. Sure. So um, by the month, you, I think you gave them the mantle. So when they went to the hospital, the doctors wanted to cut her open. Mm. But by the grace of God, the baby came out naturally, even though it was a stillbirth. Wow. Yeah. We thank God for safety. And this is a young man I prayed for some time ago, That's right? right? That's right. Wow. Yes. You were supposed to have died. Yes. Because when a baby dies in you, you have to die as well. That's right. But your mantle. You said I should put it on my tummy. Wow. So I did it throughout. So when we went to the hospital, they said the theater is busy. Theater is busy? Yes. So we should wait for two hours. For a.m. before. Wow. So it was left for eight minutes for her to be rushed to the theater. To be then the baby came by herself. Yes. God bless you. Amen. Yeah. So this is the young man we prayed for about a week ago. That's right. That he had a problem with a pastor. Yes. Don't worry. Don't worry. 
let's get time and see them. We have to change their lives. This is not prayer. You know, you can see that there's something is going on. You know, what, what, what's happening to you people, your accommodation and stuff, what's happening? You are trying to get accommodation. Mm -hmm. So where do you stay now? Ebury. Ebury. Yes, please. With who? We, we got a place there. So got a place there. Place. A temporary place. Uh -huh. So I was trying to move her to town before the, uh, the due time. And eventually, unfortunately, when I came, I was roaming about trying to get a place. So the night I was absent, that's when the thing started. From nine, from 10 o'clock up to 2 o'clock. And she was there stranded alone. So the, the temporary place you are, for how long will you be there for? We have about five months. Five months. Yes. But the conditions, yes. But the conditions are not good. For her health and the conditions. For her health. So What's the condition there? There's no water. No climb, water. Climbing of the mountain. You have to climb on the mountain. And cars don't come there. Can't, cars don't come there. That's why when the thing happens. And that's why when it happens, it... She, she was there alone. Nobody. No car. She has to climb the mountain, and I was stranded in town. So since you left the pastor, what do you do now? We went to Kumasi. We are staying in Kumasi. We are trying to start a church, but nothing was working. And then we lost two children. You the lost. first one died four days in her womb, a boy, eight months. And another one to has come the, again. The second one was seven months. So this is the third one that has died? The third one that died. Uh, so this one, so what do I want to say? This one, they wanted to finish hair. Yes. Even I was so that's why you didn't even, you came here, you had a mantle. Yeah, you said you give it to my husband. So he was Okay, when there. I prayed for the man that, yeah. that time, I gave him a mantle, then you yes. gave to your wife. Yeah, you said you should give it to me. So that we anointed. Where do you people want to stay? You want to stay on Spinters? We'll rent a place for you for two years. Joseph, Pastor Robert, start looking for a place for them. Okay. And let's pay for them. And what do you do? Right now, I'm not doing anything because of pregnancy. You don't do anything. Yeah. But what were you doing at first? What have you done before? What were you doing at first? I was a student. A student? Yeah. But you've not worked before? No. So I'm what do you want to do? Right now, I want to do a business. What business? Like provisions. I want to do a provision. Yeah. Sure. We will set you up. Ambassador Robert, look for money and um, get a specialist hospital and take this young man there. Let them do full checkup. Let them do everything, scan, MRI, everything for you to know that he's well. Because you know when he came here giving a prophecy, there were a lot of things. Let him do full checkup. Take him to... Um, we gave you some, what? No, the Lancet is laboratory. They have to go to a hospital, then the hospital have to refer to a laboratory. 
we'll get you some nice private hospital around this Lagoon, look at health there and stuff. And they will screen you until you are fit. And since we're a preacher, then we look for a church for you. Because it's not everything that is spiritual. Their condition, 90% is physical issues. Yes, yeah, spiritual one is there. She's lost three children in the womb. They wanted to kill her. That's spiritual. That one, it can go, right? Yeah. But after, uh, that's right. That's why even she didn't die. And they have to even cut off to bring the baby. But eight minutes to theater, what happened? So it knows that, it means, as for spiritual things, it's done. But the remaining is physical. Their condition have to change. So, man of God, tomorrow, let's look for a hospital, full checkup, and let them get the results to a doctor specialist. Then let's start looking for the accommodation, Pastor Joseph, and let's bless them. God bless you. So this is the only child now. You know, that's what Pastor Hannah was speaking about, about prosperity and wealth. Because he walked in here some few weeks ago, and I was prophesying, I went to him, and I said, so be a case, not this of be a human issue. And he said he nearly died. And now look at what has happened. May God take over. And you may be dangerous. Oh, how many people are ready for tonight? Tell somebody, come here, Leo. Let's see the picture from the night session so that you know that when you say come early, come early. Yesterday, people were sitting in their cars listening to the word of God. Let's see it. Let's see it. Yeah. This last night. Yeah. Very, very quick place. You don't want to miss tonight. Tonight is double dose. The bishop and the prophet. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be powerful. Food is available. Those who stay behind, they, you have food for you for free. How many, how many people have been staying behind and enjoying some of the food? Let me see. Good. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Woman, sit down. Until. It's your first time here. Hello? Hello? Take me off. I know many people have been waiting that when will Prophet Daniel minister, right? Yes. I'm going to surprise you very soon. I will, I will surprise you very soon. I will surprise you between tomorrow night. Sorry. I will surprise you between, I will surprise you between tonight, tomorrow morning, and tomorrow night, I will surprise you. In any of them, I can surprise you. Then Sunday morning, you don't want to miss it. Then the grand finale, the baby, I will be I was so bad. Am I off? Until first time on you. Why? Be a boat too. 
Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com. If you were blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash up, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN mobile money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Martin at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.